I know, right? Hat. You know what I'm saying? They ain't ready for us, you know. <laughs> hey, this low key one of my favorite groups of all time. Oh man, I've been telling people about this. They underrated. What? Tony, Tony, Tony got so many hits. Anniversary. Happy anniversary to us. Oh, happy anniversary. Oh, look, I know you don't drink, but cheers. I to make sure I have my drink on deck. I thought about having a drink, but I made sure I toasted to myself before we got on air. You did? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, baby. How you feel? Oh, man, I can't believe it's been a year. Like, is that real? Like, I feel like we just started yesterday. I remember the first day we did this. So, that's crazy. So, did I don't you, know. Did you look at the... Uh, the, the video I posted in the group or the first uh the first show? No, I ain't want to look at it. I ain't like how I looked on it. <laughs> you know I'm crazy. <laughs> man, man, how time flies when you having fun though, right? Man. You got something on your eye or you got a star, a star or something? Yeah, it's something on above one of your eyes. I mean, it's a little dark right here because of the Not way the light one, is. The other eye. The other eye. You don't see this? No, on you know what? <laughs> Is that a sky? You just probably noticed it. My daughter always asks me, Daddy, why your poppy, why your eyelids so fat? <laughs> I don't know. They just got fat ass eyelids. It just be like that. No, it's something there. I don't see no. you can you don't see that. Oh, I think I see the other eye. The other eye. That one. Yes. Oh no, you talking about okay, that. you got it. See, <laughs> you got it. it. Was a piece of lint. <laughs> so I just tricked on myself, basically. Then yeah. I was like, "What? You ain't got no fat eyelids. What's wrong?" Yeah, my, my youngest daughter <laughs> always say that to me. My Izzy, she always be like, "Why you got so? Why your eyelids so fat?" She be talking about this shit right here. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> hey, Luanda. And look, we got to give it up to Luanda. I feel like Luanda been with us since day one, and we first aired. She's part of this anniversary special too. So toast to you, Luanda. She yeah. always check us out. I appreciate that. Always. Well, it feel like it. She she has been here since day one. I'll tell yeah. I, I told Luanda. I personally fucking appreciate her, Joe. Cause yeah. She jumped yeah. on board and been fucking with us since day one. She done bought merch and everything. She an ad show. I, I love Luanda on the love one of my one of my uh favorite people because I tell people we started off on such a horrible note. I remember you telling me that. <laughs> we started that like off. A different, like a different group or in part of my other? No, nah, this was uh, another group that we're in and uh, it was like a group that had been together for a while. So I was one of like the very few new people oh, okay. in there. And then you know uh, I told this story before of a uh, Bob tricking on me about me not being attracted, attracted to big girls. So, so he just bust you out. It wasn't like a post went up and you said something on your own. He just put you on front street in front of everybody. It was a conversation going on that I, if I was a part of it, I had not stated any type of preferences at all. And then Bob's come out of nowhere. 
But Lance don't like woo water. I'm like, oh, this nigga. He's so boring. He's trying to start a controversy. Luanda said you came on the show tonight with your thought shirt on. But that's what I told him, Luanda. I said, oh, okay, you got your G unit part in my well, own. Well, I can't wear, well, I can't wear a tank top. Represent the brand. You know Just get ready for what comes with that type of attention. That's all. <laughs> I'm trying to get back in shape, man. I've been working out, but not like I should, man. I got to really get back into it. It's man. hard. It's hard. You got it, though. You, you, oh, you got the right mask mentality, so it's going to happen. Hey, but, Crystal. What's going on? What's going on? But man, though, it's been a motherfucking year. May, May 20th of last yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, we kicked it off at my uh at my old crib in Broadview in the kitchen. Uh was it a phone? Didn't know what the hell we was doing. Huh? I said, didn't know what the hell we was doing. What was you about to say though? See, we don't know. Got that shit. Uh I thought it was you was I, I think we was using an iPad propped up on shoe boxes or some shit like that. Well, that's exactly what we was at. We did. And then we was all close together, making people uncomfortable because we was in the middle of COVID. They like, uh, where y'all mask at? <laughs> yeah, COVID had just started too. It had just yeah. started. Because I remember we supposed to start earlier. And COVID mm -hmm. was the reason we ended up starting May and we ain't started like April. You know what I'm saying? Now, I remember that shit. That shit was too crazy. We were sitting there across together. God damn it. Uh, we actually had like 50 live viewers that first show, too. Yeah, we did. We right, did. Hey, Crystal Boo. Uh, Crystal said you got the guns out today. What uh, Lawrence and Lance, that was not. We were at an outing and I called you out on your BS. You talked, I had called you out for everything you said. That's what I was saying. Uh, Luana, we met at, a, at an outing, it was an outing for the other group that we in, and we was in uh, one of the homies' garages. <laughs> And she just started firing shots. <laughs> I ain't know what the fuck was going on. You're like, who, who are you? <laughs> no, I knew she was. I knew she was, but we had just met personally. Right, I knew she right. Was in the group. And man, she would just like every like half hour or so, she would just bop, bop, just steady shoot me and shit. You know what I'm saying? So finally, I was like, after about a couple hours of that shit, I ain't really respond. You know, I don't really like to get into it, people in public. Much as I like to debate in public, I'm real laid back and shit. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. And I was like, finally, I was like, listen, Luanda. I'm like, please. Clearly, you got something to say to me. Can you just get all that shit out now? <laughs> you don't have to keep interrupting my yeah, life. <laughs> You're taking pop shots at me here and there. I'm like, why don't you just get all of it out now? And then we can move past this and have a good time tonight. How about that? Does that work for you? <laughs> you know so was y'all able to get past that, that night? Or yeah, I don't know if she laughed, but she probably wanted to. You know what I'm saying? I think we got into it for a hot second and then uh I walked off and I was about to leave. I'm like, man, I ain't with all this. I ain't with all this. And then she ended up, we ended up talking it out before I left. Gave her a hug before I left and everything. I'm real easy to get along with. So as soon as she was like, my bad, I ain't I ain't need much more than that. You know what I'm saying? We was cool at, ever since then. Also, we it, it, cool it, it, really, it got heated. A little bit, not not super bad, but yeah, it got a little testy. It got a little testy. You said, what have I done to you? <laughs> she said, I said, what have I, what have I done to you? Because <laughs> she was calling me out about my opinions about uh, big you know, me not, yeah. not being attracted to big girls or whatever. So, and I told you, I had, that would have been happening often. Like when I first met people in that group, they would literally greet me as old boy who don't like big girls. Oh my God. Like, damn, that's my name. Right. That's <laughs> the only thing I represent. Like, damn. You know what I mean? 
Oh well, yeah, but no, nah, that's my homie Joe. I love the one. My fuck can't tell me nothing about her. Yeah, I love her on the real, hey. real conversation. Hey, Keisha, thank you for joining us. Thank you. She said happy anniversary. Hey, thank you, thank you. I appreciate all everybody, man. The one, uh, everybody who come watch every week. Rod Ward, Rod Ward be here every week, Joe. That's my man. You know what I'm saying? He should be with us every week too. I don't mm -hmm. know, if, like. My Keisha, right? That's in the um, yeah. Michigan. yeah, she went to high school with me. That's that's oh, my girl sure. class of 97. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think she done got some merch. Man, Joe, a lot of the people that watch the show watch on a regular basis, they watch, they they done cop merch and they be here for the whole two hours. And you know yeah. how hard it is to get people to sit down at a at a, a particular time and yeah. give you two hours of their day, Joe. Like, I appreciate the fuck out of y'all i know y'all got a thousand different options to watch besides part of my other y'all got kids work businesses tv shows movies dates yep. like whatever y'all got all type of shit to do besides watch us instagram and so i appreciate even if you give me us 10 seconds of your time yes we appreciate the fuck out of you i need really to really thank you seriously on the real on the real i appreciate the fuck out of y'all but yeah man i'm happy to have made it the year you know what i'm saying it should and be many more to come. It should be so. We talked about it earlier. Uh, your top five memories for the past year for the show, right? Just, just for the show, just for the show. I mean, mine are kind of specific. It's not just okay. for the show, but it is just specific, specific moments. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are yours? Are, yeah. they, are they are they shows or moments? They're mostly shows, um, because it's hard for me to think of exact moments. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, the most popular show that we had, um, when we had uh Mr. Soft and Tahani on the show. I think that's where I think that was our claim to fame. I think that's when things kind of shot up and we started getting a little bit more attention. Uh, that was definitely a very interesting show, even though you know. Tahani came on there clowning, but you know what I'm saying? That was a great show. We had some yeah, really good statement on there. So that's that's definitely in my top five. Hey mom, what up, Joe? Appreciate it. Hey mom, what up? <laughs> yeah, I knew that would be in there. I knew that would be that what, about what about you? Or you want me to just keep going? No, uh no, go ahead. You, you can do your five, and I'll do my five. So I would say is that ranked? I don't I don't want to rank. No, you gotta rank them. So that one, um, oh my God, when we had Sam and Niall on for the poly, that was one of the most educational shows. Like I was just sitting here in awe. Like I had a thousand questions. That's definitely a memorable one. Um, Hold on, Sam, happened to Mr. Soft? You know what? He's still in the group, but he just don't talk. He's still in the group. After we got into it that time, he kind of stopped talking. Well, what happened was people started seeing what he was really on and they stopped commenting on his post. So that's that when he too. stopped talking. He's that like, oh, I'm not getting the attention that I was getting before. Mm -hmm. he went we all happened behind We had to gas the boot. She disrespectful as hell. I'm in, uh, I'm in another group with her. Every not, every blue moon, she'll take another shot at me just out of the blue and shit. I don't never say nothing, though. You don't even be saying nothing to her. She'll just bust out. Like, I don't even respond. Even when she shooting me, I don't respond. I don't even say nothing. Is she on the same shit in that group as she was yeah. in our group? Yeah. Wow, she just she, a room. she had a reputation before she got to our group. That's how everybody. Yeah. So what's wow. the, what's the other one? That's the third one. You have two. That's that's two. Um, 
Well, the, one of the most recent ones when we had the professional hood right on here, I thought that was a great show. We we ventured into some other type of topics because generally for a while, right? We talked about this. We was talk, mostly talking about relationship stuff. Even when we had Kenneth, um, Mr. Soft and Tommy on, it was mostly kind of about relationships. Right. Obviously, when we had Sam on, so that was cool to have a different like topic and venture into some other shit that affects the community. Oh, law, your ass stupid. <laughs> and. Go the ahead. first time we had Unc on the show. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Unc was the businessman. I feel yeah, like we should have Unc in here like at least once a year. Like, Unc, Unc is, I would say if we had to choose like our favorite guest, definitely Unc. I mean, you know, Bobzilla is like. Well, top three. He yeah. definitely top three. Uh, I mean, you know, Bob is kind of like, you kind of want to say Bob just because Bob, he kind of like. He part of the team a little bit, so it's different. You know what I'm saying? But as far as somebody that's like just separate from you know our little our little crew, Unc was definitely one of my definitely my favorite. I think it's certain people who not really guests anymore. They more or so like exactly. So Bob Streety, obviously Al Genoa has gotten to the yeah. point where he basically like on here on a regular basis. I would say probably them three. And I would honestly, you know, I probably would say Sarah. Sarah been on here like yeah, I was gonna say Sarah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Sarah, I kind of feel like it's more like I wouldn't consider her a guest, but she's more like a friend of the show. She's been very Sarah, one of the day ones too, been very active. Yeah, uh, been on here a few times, always support us, you know what I'm saying? So she did some model, she did some advertising for me for my for my for the merch and shit. So yeah, I would definitely say uh, those so, he, so you said when I said Unc, you said he top three. So who is the other two? As far as guests. So I would gotta say Unc. Al would have been up there, but I just said that he part of the show now. So I'm gonna probably say as far who I think that people love the most off one show, I gotta say TJ. Cause I ain't never seen a motherfucker. I know it was the gentleman show. I ain't yeah. never seen nobody get a reaction like that. That was that was crazy. They was going berserk over that over that nigga, Joe. You talking about the ladies? Yeah, TJ Flip, Joe. I that's have TJ never. Every, that's TJ everyday life. Like you know, that's <laughs> my man. That's my guy, and like he literally can't go anywhere without getting. I mean, he's literally six eleven, and he's handsome. So oh, like he can't right. go anywhere without Joe pussy being thrown at him. It's just like, hey, take the pussy here. <laughs> I, on this show, I've seen it obviously live in the act, but on this show, yeah. I've seen them get like a lot of people. I have never seen that reaction to, like what how they was. They molested that nigga on the show, like literally. He's so used to it, it probably didn't even bother him. You hear yeah. Amy talking about he refused, he refused to come on so we roll the red carpet out so he can give us that moment. Man. You know what? See, we don't have to have this for a bossy been on here, Dion been on here. Right. Hey, Amon was on one of the first shows we had. Oh, when we was letting people on. When we was just yeah, letting when we did the, uh, the, the uh we was in my crib live together, and then he joined in through the Facebook duo shit. Yeah, yeah. But it was like him and several people. We was just like bringing on. I think yeah, the first on. Oh, and Q. He's a good, he was been a good uh, guest as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I got a bad memory, so asking me ain't that good because I had to think about my, my five favorite moments. TJ said he a reform hoe. 
Well, that's what Jay said about TJ. So I guess my fifth one would be, uh, so I said Tahani and, and Mr. Soft when we had uh, Sam and, and Niall for okay. the, the Polly show. Unk, when he came on for the for the um, election First show. Night. Right. National Hood Rat show. That's it. Does that, no, I said she, yeah. And uh, hmm. Fifth show. I gotta think about that one. I feel like I had it and then I just forget it. You want me to go while you think about it? Yeah. All right. So my top five is my my obviously the uh the Toxic Avengers. Okay. That was a dope show. Like that was yeah. like the first time we had like two in anticipated guests. Like muffers couldn't wait to bring them on. Because you remember it was supposed to be just Ken. Right, yeah, motherfuckers like demanded that Tahani. we get Tahani on. Like you gonna do him? We gotta have Tahani. You better have Tahani on here too. I want both sides. Like mm -hmm. he's gonna get enough toxicity. And I need more toxicity. So I thought that was a dope ass show. Uh, the show when it was me, you, and Sarah uh, talking about issues. Yeah, we got into it. Mm -hmm. I love. Yeah. That. I thought about that one, but I was like. You know, the energy was kind of, you know, we got into it. So I don't want to say that was a favorite. Oh, but that's real, though. That was real, authentic, goddammit. And people don't know, like, after the show, it was like it never happened. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, wasn't no tension in the room. We were talking shit. I think you might have showed me the crib after that show. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. like, chilling. So it wasn't no real tension, but it was, it was real tension in that moment. And that shit was authentic. I was catching mad heat from the comments. It was really my first time, like catching real hell. Like the dudes and the women with, was nobody on my side, Harley. <laughs> so that that was definitely one. Um, uh, what's another one I had? Oh, the one where we had a bossy on. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the situation in uh in uh uh uh, uh Atlanta at the Wendy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. I almost forgot. Damn, we done had so many people on here. Yeah, that was a great show. That was a dope ass show. Yeah, uh, me versus Drea. Oh, oh yeah, I love when Drea was on here <laughs> because Drea was coming at my head all week. God damn it! And she came on. I had never met in person, and it was just a cool ass fuck. Oh, she just came into the chat too. That's crazy. Hey, Drea. Yeah, I didn't see her. That's dope as hell. I spoke her up. Right. As that soon was as you said it, show. came up. Yeah. Yeah, that was a far show. What was that? Was that four? Uh, I feel like you said. I said the Toxic Avengers. Sarah. Sarah. So, yeah, that was four. Bossy. And Drea. And that five. Hmm? And that five was Drea four? Four. Drea's four. Okay, and then my other one was hmm. I gotta think of my fifth one too. Did you think your fifth one? I kind of. I was gonna say the Drea one. Oh, I know. Duh. It was. They were two separate shows, but I'm gonna combine them. Yeah, we had the ladies on to talk about dating and finances, and then the following week we had the guys. I, I thought that was amazing. I love that. And thank you, Drea, by the way. I saw you happy anniversary. Yeah, that was a dope one. That was a dope one. Uh, I'm gonna say my favorite one was one hardly nobody saw. 
is when I had my brother on here. You was actually gone, but I had my brother on here, so that meant a lot I to me. My guy Shanti on here, he an NFL agent, but that's like another brother to me. So to have my my real brother on here, and then somebody who like a brother to me on here, even though hardly nobody watch it because the show yeah, is talking about sports, cool. right? Yeah, my fuck talking about sports. They want trying to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. But see, I thought I thought it would be this. I'm like, I got a dude who actually played in the NFL and a current NFL agent. But no, nah, niggas only want to hear that sports shit. So I was yeah. like, Fuck. unless it was in a sports group. So I don't even think then. <laughs> that nigga don't want to hear that shit. No, they want no. They got they got enough Stephen A. Smith and Shannon mm-hmm. Smith and, Skips and every other fucking show. But it was just a dope show personally for me, just to have my brother on with me. Just that all. That was it. Man, uh, we had so many moments. That was hard to narrow it down. I think I think tomorrow we should put a poll in the group. And see what yeah, see what everybody else think. What they say. This, this wasn't a show, but when I got into it with Tahani, oh yeah, that was, fun. <laughs> that, was. that was, and I mean, because you put, I mean, that's you could almost count it as a show because it's on our on our YouTube page. And you, and you know how that you know how that got started? Your girl Drea. What you mean? Because if she'll remember this. I told y'all that the day that Tahani got out of jail was the day was the first day I released my merch. So when I got off work, I was ripping and running and I couldn't be involved in all the bullshit she was doing. So <clears throat> I wake up in the morning because I went to bed as soon as I got home. I was. Uh oh, we lost Lance. Why do we lose Lance every damn show? What the hell is going on? OK, there he is. He coming back now. I was about to be like. Um, yeah, Dre, at first I didn't know what you were talking about. I'm like, I'm going to Vegas next week, but you're talking about for the Bears takeover. We need to, uh, maybe we need to plan a part in my ugly event. Um, is that in October? It's usually in October, right? Right, Luanda, AOL dial-up. We got the Teddy Riley in this boy. So, I mean, in the comments, guys, like, y'all tell us, what was y'all top five shows? You back, Lance? Yeah, can you hear me? You sound low. <clears throat> it's uh it's not even my internet. Let me try something else. It's not even my internet, it's this fucking connection I got with okay. this multiple you USB. We can oh uh, now you disappear. No, I'm about to try Ooh. something. Oh, okay. Okay, October 11th. I'm down. I gotta find out if I got class that weekend, but if not, I'm there. I heard that new stadium is nice too. That'll be the bomb. Um, and the weather should be nice. So um anyway, guys. Um, tell us what you guys' favorite shows were that we did um, in the comments. That would be great to see everybody's uh, perspective. Um, I feel like a lot of people are going to say the Tahani and Mr. Soft episode because that one was like our pinnacle. You back now? Yeah, I should be good. Okay. Fucking, I got to get a new connection, man. I got some shit off Amazon and that shit just be whatever. But uh, what I was saying was when I wake up in the morning, you know what I'm saying? I wake up early because I pass the fuck out. And I look on Facebook and her and Drea are going at it. And it's like six in the morning. I'm like, damn, Tahani, like what the fuck? So then I, I see them going at it. And then I then I, I actually go through the group and see that's when she put like them six tirades up and had listed different people in each tirade. And then I saw she had one to me, but she she didn't tag me. She just said my name. Same as me, yeah. Right. 
So I'm like, wait a minute. So after I read through all that shit and I come back and her and Dre is still going there, you know, Dre, be, you know, she ain't got no problem getting motherfucking smoke at all. She probably, her dog, she probably I remember her, her and Dre getting into it. I remember Tahani getting into it with Leah, but I missed the Dre one. Or yeah, I just so I, remember. So I jumped in their conversation. I was like, you know what? You up early in the morning already kicking it off. Let's 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 do this line in because I'm tired of this shit. Like you you trying to take over the whole fucking group. You got six right. in this motherfucker. You writing the whole fucking monologues and this bitch calling people out their name for all type of wild shit. I like fuck it. Let's do it. And when we got on that bitch, man. About eighty motherfuckers jumped on that motherfucker at seven o'clock on a Saturday morning. And I'm talking about. I tried. I swear. I, I tried to be diplomatic early. I swear I did. No. <laughs> that shit turned left real quick. I mean, because she take you there. That's how you know she a toxic person. She take you there. And, and that's that's the one where you was faking your death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a couple people listed their top five. They said, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, Sarah did. Uh, well, the one to listed hers. She said she listed hers, too. Oh, I didn't see hers. Where is it? She said, I listened to mine. I don't know what the hell that means. I think she said she listed, but I don't see it. I don't see it, Luanda. Yeah, I see Sarah say soft, uh, Tahani, hood rat, poly, and single parent issues. Oh, yeah, that was a good one too. That's what we had. Uh, we had two episodes of that. We had uh, Bob yeah, and Sarah on the first, and then we can't Bob, Sarah, and my uh, my guy Artrues. Oh so, yeah, he a single father, and then we came back around. Who do we have? Yeah, with honey and um and ebony, honey, they had horse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah. For real, but uh, anyway, yeah. Let me, uh, Lawanda, send me your list. I, I definitely yeah, want to see, see. Oh, she said, "Lady like." I don't. Oh, oh, I forgot when we had lady like on here. We sure did. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, because she, yeah. she up a fuss in this bitch. Yeah, I know. I know. She back too. Yeah, she I saw that. She kick it off yesterday. early. But she won. She was on point though. It wasn't nothing egregious. She was always on point, Father Oscar, sir. You know I'm team lady like all day. I'm gonna fuck with none of y'all from day <laughs> one. I love her. I've been yeah. team lady like day one, and I'm gonna stay team lady like my home. I yeah, like that's my girl. Bitch. She cool. I think she just she she liked to push the buttons a little bit, but she she mean well. So yeah. we got her. She said, uh, East Pilsen, yeah, Bobby PM, Mr. PMU, yeah, Bob. Uh, I, I feel like the best time Bob was on here was the first time when he was at your house. Me versus yeah, Bob. He yeah, he had to come into his music. <laughs> that nigga was back in the ass. I, I, I love that nigga, Joe. Yeah, Bob he was Joe. You're gonna have fun with it. If you're gonna, if you're hanging out by, you know, you're at least gonna have a good time. Mm -hmm. You're gonna say some wild ass. shit. God damn it. He gonna take you there, but you gonna have a good time. Bob, my man. She said the show where you had the married men. I think that was oh, the one. Oh, yeah. Men, though. That was, uh, that was my guy, Leo. Uh, 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 Shane was on there. Yep. Greg was on there. Uh, uh, Deron was, I think it was Deron that was on there, too. Yeah, it was a few. That was a good show. I remember that one. That was a good show. That was you a real. Greg was on that. Was I must have. We not all married men. Uh, we had single men. Uh, David. We had married men and single men, but it was three. I had three married men on the panel, which was Leo. I was not there that day. I don't think so because okay. it, was like, it was like six of us. Because Leo, 
uh Shane and uh Duran are married, and then Damo not married, he went through a recent divorce, and I think it was Greg. I do remember that show, but I don't remember Greg being on there. I remember what, having what was Damo on that show. Was somebody was, was Al on that show? Was that Al Janoy? I think so. I remember Damo being there? on there. Damo was definitely in there. And the fifth one was she's the hood, hood, that's right, the hood rat check. The hood rat check, okay. Yeah. She said, yeah, said the Mary Mary Geek show was good. She said it was good to see. Because <laughs> I think that's the one when Kevin was on that. He was the first one to get all the female attention. Then it was TJ when he came. Hey, we can talk about top five most popular dudes on here. Because it's the ladies. On the show or in the group? The let all in the show. The ladies got some favorites. It's, it's TJ, Algernon, Kevin. Kevin Perkins. Damo got some love. Damo. And then there's was a dude who's on here one time who they really like. Uh, my man D, D came yeah. in. They really like D. Mm -hmm. I'll probably say that it, it may be somebody else, and I ain't thinking of one of the ladies can tell. But them the dudes who I feel like get the most attention, especially uh Algernoy. They fucking love that motherfucker boy. Because Algernoy got some damn sense. But they like the way they be talking about everything with him. They be sexually harassing him too. I mean, yeah, he's a handsome guy, of course. But then, you know what? He's always been like that. Remember, we was at Northern. The ladies always loved Al Janoy, So I don't know. I won't be able to read my Bible in Northern. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Do you forget that you've told stories, sir? Anyway, um, Okay, okay, okay. I said, I said I won't be busting you out no more. I, I might be yeah, good. <laughs> Sarah said the only issue she had with the married men issue is that I felt that they were giving political answers and not able to keep it up 100. That's possible because they probably was worried that their wives were watching with somebody that they know is watching. I feel like I have to be like that sometimes on the show. I told you that before, Lance. Like, I, I can't completely go in like I want to on certain things because I don't respect for Craig. So, they might that probably was the case. Uh, me and my lady had that talk. We actually got into it over something about the show, and I'm basically like, "Listen, man, I'm I definitely going to respect you. I have to do that, but I cannot be handcuffed creatively. Like I'm new at this, I got to be able to be me. So I don't really talk about nothing present tense, and she know who she with. So and right. I'm gonna say that she ain't heard, or I don't really say nothing I wouldn't say it for. I think you know me. Like I pretty much everything I say on here, I didn't say it in. The, out to dinner with folks. I mean, out of people's house, chilling. Like I don't really. I'm me on here. Be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I don't really change up none because I don't. My daughter. I told you, my daughter's aware of this show. I asked her the other day if she watched it yet, and she still said no. She was like, "Cause I feel like you don't want me to, so I just not gonna watch it because you don't want me to." And I was like, "I told you I don't care." I'm like, "I don't want you to." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But right. I don't be on here talking bullshit that I don't believe in. So even if it's a topic that I don't really want you to hear, you 14 going on 15, like. You watching, I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, I, like I, mean, I, I don't want to, she won't yeah. do it. Yeah. But it might be some things that you might say about yourself that she you might not want her to hear. Yeah, definitely. That's why I say I don't want her to, but I won't tell her not to. It's out there. Yeah. I don't, it's out there. So it is what it is. But uh anyway. Uh, uh Luanda said Leo kept it a hundred whenever he talked about his wife, he felt the love. He always smiled when he mentioned her. Uh, Tammy, I guess she's talking about Algernoy. She said his vibe makes you want to talk about reparations while you give him rapid respiration. Okay. 
Hey, I got Tammy. You got to come on here, Joe. I, it's a Tammy. Yeah. That's another. Uh, I reached out to somebody. I'm not gonna tell y'all who, but when she, if I get her to come on here, I I gotta get her to come on here. But I tell you, you got to come on here because you be having me yeah. fucking rolling, Joe. Yeah, she's hilarious and very very intelligent with her wordplay. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a few people we need to have on here. Uh, J Law would be a good guest, and we got to do the dating show. That's gonna, I think that's gonna be the best show that we do. When we do the dating show, that's gonna be the bomb. We might do that after uh, quarantine open up all the way, so we can do that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it gotta be like that. Ain't ain't far away. That ain't far away. Uh, you say you want, I would love to see Karen on the show because Karen is one person that. With all the shit I be saying, I even her even if she don't like what I say, I always still like her response to me. She don't be agreeing with me a lot, but it's the way she speak to me that I Karen like. Cross. Yeah. Oh yeah, she'll be amazing. She hilarious. But like I said, we rarely agree. But it's the way. Yeah, but she don't me. never be. Yeah, she always kind of joke it off or say it in a way. Yeah, but she ain't joking. It was yeah. dead ass serious. I don't even know how this. I just like. I just like the way she handled me. Or I guess mm-hmm. I ain't afraid to say it. I like the way she handled me. God damn it! Like I like. I, I got to change my response when she when she <laughs> come at me because of the way she come at me. I just like that shit. So I love it, and she always come at me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I would love to have her on this motherfucker because she don't agree with shit I say, which makes shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she ain't gonna back down none. I at love all. Her. At she all. Favorites. God damn it. Uh, she be on my ass all the fucking day long. She be on my motherfucking ass. Uh, but uh, I was just a couple of topics I wanted to get to today. God damn it. Uh, one of them I spoke on earlier on a little live I did in the group early this morning on my way in from work. Oh my god, you did a live. How did I miss that? Oh, you ain't know about that? <laughs> no, you it went on a rant. Your ass went on another rant. Yeah, man. You know I me. Mean? I ain't. I, I was more. <laughs> You know I me. Mean? I, I, we talk about things that happen out in the world, <coughs> real time situations. And uh, Tim Ski, what up, baby? That's my man, Tim Ski. In the video. Oh, I didn't see Lady like it here. Oh, hey, I told you, you I met him. Right? He like recognized me on the street from the show. I feel like a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> he probably like, feel like one. His old happy ass. <laughs> yeah, this was like last year, like when we first started doing it too. I saw him in Half Park. You right ain't told me it was him. You just told me you met somebody. You ain't said it was, it was him. him. Tim Ski, oh, you know that? yeah. that's my man. Like, yeah, I see you. I was like, oh my god, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's family. That's my man. Yeah, my he's cool. He's real cool. Very nice gentleman. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, so the Kwame Brown situation—that's <laughs> uh, what the live was about this morning, right? Okay. But it was more so. See, to me, I always find the reaction to these situations actually more interesting than the situation itself. Okay. So, for people who don't know, Kwame Brown is into it with basically the world at this point. It started off, he was just going off on Steven Jackson, uh, Gilbert Arenas, and 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 Becky with with the good hair. Yeah, that's that's Matt Barnes. (laughs) That shit was funny. That's the funny (laughs) shit in 2021. Right, <laughs> and he called him that. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's gonna be. It should be some good memes from this shit too. Yeah, uh, and then he and then he and he jacked off on Stephen A. Smith. You know what I'm saying? And basically, he, he started going on a rant on anybody who ever talked shit about him through the years. Because Stephen A. ain't said nothing about him recently, did he? 
at all. But he has said a lot about him over the years. You know, he got that tagline talking about Kwame, bro. I remember all that shit he used to do. <laughs> but this, this is what my thing was, right? So if you know what happened, this is pretty simple. It's actually very simple. People is exaggerating and adding a whole bunch of shit that didn't happen. So let me tell you exactly what happened because it's super simple. Matt Barnes and and, uh, and Stephen uh, Jackson have a podcast called Up and Smoke. Okay, it's actually pretty popular on Showtime. It's sponsored by Showtime. It's one of the more popular, especially sports podcasts out there. They probably get a couple hundred thousand views, if not more, every week or whenever they come out. So anyway, they had Jenny Buss on there. And she was talking about how when she traded for Paul Gasol, it was Mark Gasol and Kwame Brown. And when she said that, Stephen Jackson said, oh, that was a one-man trade. And, and Jenny Brown and, and Jenny Buss was like, huh? Like, she ain't understanding real quick. Right. Like, it's a one-man trade. But that was all he said. So he cracked a joke on him, right? Mm-hmm. Fast forward to about a week ago when they had Gil uh, and Ma said he want to come at me about this shit too. I wish I could bring. Yeah, back. He, he, he said he about he about to watch you walk walk back your point of view. No, not at all. I'm going extra hard. Matter of fact, uh, uh, and you can oh man, you gotta say Paul, you a girl. Uh, and Ma, you can come on here if you really want some smoke. It ain't nothing. But uh, I see. Oh, oh, you gonna send him the link? Oh, he want to He catch. He catch. He catch it. He catch it. Uh, not, I would love it because he know he he'll be able to debate you about this more than I can. Hey, like I said, he come on here. So, hey, mom, so uh, <laughs> next show they have on Gilbert Arenas, and Gilbert Arenas played with uh Kwame Brown. So they Gilbert is actually, and if you don't know, he's a fucking excellent. He is one of the best basketball analysts out there at, on the low people because he don't not really on TV talking. He got a different points of view. They always make sense whether you agree or disagree. Around after that gun shit. Oh gun man. In the locker room shit. He did. I know he, he got that reputation, but I'm telling you, if you listen to him and anybody who knows basketball will tell you Gilbert is a absolutely brilliant basketball analyst. He's one of the best in the game. He needs to be on ESPN. He that cold, real shit. But anyway, Armand said he's studying 121 now. Get your Fake God. What that mean? What's that? Who changed shit? God hour. You know your Fuck out of here. Five percent muscle face ass out of here, nigga. Beat it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you know, I gotta get roasted real quick. My man, I love him. But look, check it out. So when Gilbert was talking about Kwame Brown, Steve and I, the Jenny Bus interview just happened like three weeks ago. So what made Gilbert like what prompted in the interview for him to bring up Kwame Brown? Because it was a part of his story as he was telling how he uh his his watch time with the Washington Wizards. And Kwame was a first round draft pick right. by Michael Jordan. And he was telling how when Michael Jordan left the Washington franchise, the owner was like, man, just save me from this Michael Jordan shit. No, because Gilbert at that point was turning into a star. He was having like two right. points a game. And he was telling how Kwame Brown was the number one pick and how when he got there, Jordan had already worn Kwame Brown's confidence. And he was, just tell- he was actually giving an insightful uh perspective on what happened uh, what happened right. well in the middle of that matt barnes taps steven jackson on the side and steven jackson they like he like uh yeah Kwame brown one of the greatest draft picks ever and gilbert like huh what, what you talking about you know what y'all roasted him or something he like no nah, no nah, i'm just saying he one of the greatest number one draft picks ever that's it so gilbert didn't even say nothing about Kwame. matt barnes actually ain't say shit he ain't say shit on the jenny bus interview he ain't say shit this time. Gilbert, he said something that I could see uh, Kwame being 
somewhat offended by, but Gilbert wasn't roasting him. He was being serious. He was just he telling the story as it, right. Well, he said that Kwame Brown was like a show pony, meaning he looked good, but he wasn't worth much because he said Kwame was super duper athletic. He was big to the motherfucker. He's one of the fastest dudes down the floor, but because he couldn't never get his conference together, he couldn't never get his game together. And everybody knows Kwame Brown is one of the most world-renowned, famous NBA draft busts. Like, when you start naming NBA draft busts, his name always pop up at the top of the list, okay? So him and Gilbert was teammates. So my point is, it was two jokes. Two. It was only two. Everybody like, oh, they've been talking about this man. I've heard two jokes. One, he said, it was only a one-man trade. Acting like he wasn't part of the trade. Basically, he a bum. He didn't matter in the trade. And saying, sarcastically, you he was one of the greatest first-round draft picks of all time. From that, Kwame Brown went nuclear. That motherfucker came out with like a short video, then an hour-long video. Nigga, he was talking about Matt Barnes' wife, talking about his kid. Like, not, not, not his wife, his ex-wife. All about the whole Gary Fisher situation. Yeah, yeah you a stepdad, nine, all this shit. He went in on Steven Jackson, and he was getting extra personal. He was going super hard. He started blasting Gilbert, saying Gilbert a coon, basically. Oh, yeah, and, and he, oh, yeah, he did, and he said. Yeah, you know, he wanted to be the white man put up and all, and all this other shit, right? So I don't want to go too deep into Kwame Brown shit. Stephen Jackson need to pull his pants up, put the blunt out. And this is my view on it, just, just so I can give my opinion on it, because I actually wanted to take the conversation somewhere else. My opinion on it is this. Niggas been shitting on Kwame for years. He got upset. He got sensitive. He finally popped off. He got the right to feel where he want to feel. He got the right to say what he want to say. But in my opinion, he took that shit way too fucking far for them minor ass Joe. Like that shit was minor. You would have thought they roasted this man for him to go on for a fucking hour on a line about them. Secondarily, only one motherfucker actually said something about you. And that was Steven Jackson. Matt Barnes ain't say nothing. He do nothing but laugh. You blasted this man and went in on some real personal shit. You went in on Gilbert. He wasn't shitting on you. He was actually giving a real, insightful basketball analysis as to what happened in your career. And even the Steven Jackson jokes were basketball jokes. Nothing about you as a person. So you, you start going in on niggas. You getting extra personal. To me, that's whack. Like, that's some lame shit to do to go that hard for something that minor. Also, he did something that I really don't like. He weaponized his blackness against other black people. I didn't right. like that either. I'll agree with you. It was certain stuff that he said. I didn't like that. Right. First of all, Steven Jackson and them don't have no reputation of being no people to put down black men. Like, you just throwing shit up in the air, talking about they weaponizing I your... I personally don't like Steven Jackson. I think Steven Jackson is whack, but... But, the, but the, you're right. I mean, he ain't said nothing about... Yeah, it's like you you just going extra, extra hard over that minor ass shit. So that's my opinion on that shit. And the reason I said it was feminine, because you was attacking people who ain't say shit about you. So it was an emotional attack. Now, uh, I think it was Michelle Edwards say I shouldn't call it feminine. I get it. It's not feminine because I don't want to say that's a feminine trait. But the reason I was comparing it to women, because I was saying the reaction to it, which is where I really want to take the conversation. Us. Society, sports fans, the reaction to this shit was, I want to see more. I want to see Steven Jackson pop off. I want to see Matt Barnes pop off. 
I'm like, you motherfuckers sound like some motherfucking niggas who watch love and hip hop and just want to see celebrities dog each other and say salacious, disrespectful shit over the internet back and forth. That's why I say to some women, because women like to gossip. Women typically watch these reality shows where women go back and forth and talk about each other and shit on each other and say shit on Instagram. I mean, that's what happened with love and hip hop and these I hear what you're saying, but that's the part where I disagree because from my experience, growing up around a lot of men, having a lot of male friends, my brother's a barber, being in a barbershop, men do the same, <laughs> men do the same shit. Y'all like gossip just as much as women. Y'all just tackle it in a different way. So I wouldn't really say it's a female thing. Men look. That's why you. That's why you even have an ESPN. ESPN ain't nothing but a fucking gossip channel about fucking sports. <laughs> I won't even argue. I won't argue. I, I, I won't argue but, anymore. But I agree with you. The first part of what you're saying, though, that maybe if it would have stayed gossip jokes about basketball, but then it turned into something more personal. I was saying it just. Was, I was like. You niggas out here rooting for some grown ass men to make more videos about each other over the internet. Like, Joe, I don't even like that shit in person. If I see two niggas arguing in person after so long, I'm like, Joe, either fight or shut the fuck up. Like, all these have a disrespect contest, calling each other bitches back and forth and fuck you. And I did this to your girl. And I, Joe, that's some weak, that's some, that's some soft ass, weak ass shit to me. When I came up, what they always say, niggas watch what they say to each other because there's always the low-level threat of violence. So once the disrespect goes so far, words are over. You're talking about motherfuckers' kids, they wife, they personal situation. You're calling them bitches and whole-ass niggas and coons. What's the fucking talk about? Right. And you are, you are y'all, and I was shitting on the men. You grown-ass niggas. Y'all can't wait to see more of this. Y'all thirsting. For Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson to make a video against him. So then Kwame can't respond. Y'all sitting at y'all fucking phone just waiting to watch this shit. They go, man, I ain't watched that shit. I watched about 10, 15 minutes of that first video. I don't want to watch this big ass grown motherfucker have an emotional breakdown so he can go snap on niggas to build up his YouTube page. What's the marketing plan? Y'all can't see that shit. But and but that's why people like it. It's entertaining to them. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they've never seen this side of Kwame Brown before. Like, oh, I don't want to see that side of Kwame. I don't want to see no man out here acting like this, sitting here dog. Man, you're going this hard on two niggas because they crack. One man. If I'm being honest, as hard as he was going, excuse me, when I was looking at the videos. I feel like he was being funny too. You know how many videos he's made now? That didn't make like seven, eight videos. Now he out here crying, talking about why, why Shannon Sharp talking about me, bring me on your show and all this shit. Man, night first it was first it was you niggas don't want to see me. Now it's I don't want nobody pulling up on me either. Like fam, you ain't do it. The more you talk, the more he contradicted himself. At the end of every video, I just seen the little clips about going back to his YouTube page. And that's why I say the shit all corny and emotional. You got mad because you've been the butt of motherfuckers jokes for years. But fam, niggas ain't telling no lies about you. You was a fucking bust. You was a number one draft pick. I don't think he ever averaged double-digit points or rebounds ever. I don't think so. Maybe. But it's just saying it yourself. 
don't think it's emotion or none of that. He's trying to use this as a way to to he trying to he trying to capitalize off of it. I think the first was emotions, and I think the corresponding videos was niggas hyping him up as he said his Instagram following growing. And now he because his, his YouTube page is called Bus Life. <laughs> so it's like you don't see the you don't see the, the humor in this. But he so ain't funny though. Like he ain't no comedian. Like people say it's he was funny as hell on the video. video. He, man, no, he said some vile shit about people. I don't really think that's that funny. Well, I agree. The stuff he said about Gilbert Arenas. He just attacked Charlemagne the God. Called him a real. What man, huh? Yeah, see what I'm saying? He just his, he owed his lie. He just had pulled a video out recently, maybe about an hour ago, talking about Charlemagne the God calling him a rapist. He attacked Why him a rapist. I ain't you never know, heard anybody like about that case about. I guess he he talked about it on his show for for a bunch of times. He caught some case back when he was young with a bunch of kids, but that I guess ended up uh, running the train on the girl. But he wasn't actually one of the ones that slept with him, but he was there. If I, I may, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but he's talked about it openly. I don't think he ever got charged, or he definitely wasn't convicted of anything. But he's talked about it. So, but why? But how, why is Charlemagne God even? Like, did Charlamagne the guy say something about Kwame Brown? I think he had an opinion on the situation, just like Jamil Hill. Everybody Jamil gonna Hill. have an opinion because it's all over the, you know what I'm saying? So people gonna be talking about it. So not Charlamagne the Rapper. Go look at it. We're gonna make a video about your ass when he catch wind of this. Well, I, I clown his big ass too. Big rich ass <laughs> out here wearing, he, listen, Jamil Hill said something about Kwame Brown woke up and chose violence this morning. He, he jumped on her ass. Like, damn. Like, what did he, he say about her? I, I ain't read what he said. I ain't been trying to. I ain't really a fan of watching this big ball of corny, lame ass nigga shitting on motherfuckers, making flagrant accusations <laughs> that ain't even true. It's not entertaining to me like it is everybody else. Fam, first of all, I told you that weaponizing your blackness shit turned me off immediately. I told you I hate when women do that shit when you criticize a woman. And then she say, oh, you talking bad about black woman and put black woman in front of the criticism as had as if that had anything to do with it. He doing the same thing with his blackness. You being black had nothing to do with this. So, just, so what did he say specifically about his black? Give me an example of what he said. Oh, he was saying y'all sitting here trying to stop another black man from eating y'all on here using y'all platform to put down black men and y'all you should be uplifting black men and all this shit. Nigga, they ain't do they ain't you what the fuck you being black guy doing anything, bro? You was a fucking bust, and he cracked a joke. And because of your teammate, you probably offended by it. I get it. I get it. But it, might be, it might be more to the story that we don't know. Maybe there are some... Story. Listen to Brie. me. Got three hours of a video. <laughs> he got a whole fucking movie out there now by now. All the lies he done did. Oh, it's just making me feel like maybe there's something... The nigga trying to get on like, that, like it's been some like it's been some other stuff brewing underneath the service between those guys. And he's like, okay, now y'all done had two straight weeks where my name done came up on y'all show. I know he oh. said he had an issue with Gilbert because I guess he thought Gilbert cost him some money at some point in his career. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, he's but, like, money out of his mouth. I'm yeah, like, so listen, my, my whole point was I was just disappointed that all you niggas rooting to watch a cat fight. Y'all some grown ass men. Most of y'all 30 something, 40 y'all. Y'all yeah. want to sit on y'all phone and watch grown ass men have a disrespectful fucking cat fight. That shit is not entertainment to me. I'm sorry. At 20 something, yeah. At 40 something, I don't want to see that. No, so, I don't want to see Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes pop back off with, and have a disrespect contest 
over the fucking internet. So you didn't think it was entertaining? What was this? Maybe about seven years ago when 50 Cent and um and Floyd Mayweather was having their little beef going back and forth. You didn't think that was entertaining? I mean, not necessarily, not really. No, I mean, motherfuckers crack jokes and jokes be funny in the moment. But when you talk about the situation, they were being disrespectful. They was jokes, but yeah, like, it was meant to cause harm. He was cutting on the man. He can't read and all types of shit. Yeah, I mean, it was funny, but keep my, I'm at a different space now than I was seven years ago. Seven years ago was a long time. I'm in my forties now. You know what I'm saying? I look at shit differently. I'm in, I'm in the field when I'm out here speaking on shit, and I and I just see things different. I'm like Joe. Two like a bunch of black men, first of all, men period, sitting there having a disrespect contest on the internet is the most emotional, lame, high school, new age shit I've ever seen. We ain't had internet when we was kids. You got a problem with a nigga, you brought it to his face. I got a problem with a nigga said something on me, I'm gonna bring it to his face. I'm not finna get on here and just internet with you all day back and forth. So you say something about me, then I jump on my line, and you jump on your line, and I jump on my line. The whole world good to see us. Disrespect each other back and forth. Two motherfuckers who probably got plenty of money. What the fuck? Like, who, why would I root for that? Come on, man. That shit corny. I, I don't think, even watch it. I corny, think funny. Get the fuck out of here with that. That shit, man. I, I don't think, entertain I think probably what the problem is, because I, I, you know, I was seeing that maybe he was getting a little pushback. Is you was trying to tell people what they shouldn't like. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you were saying that. Take it over. I think the fact that y'all like that shit whack. Now, what, you disagree? Disagree, nigga? I don't give a fuck. I'm giving my only opinion. Huh? Was that your only opinion that you thought they was whack or did you go deep? Oh. Well, in the group, you said they was like females. Listen, but I, I'm, I, valid point was made. So I'm trying to address the way I speak on it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Y'all keep saying, don't say that's women like. It's not right to say that's women like. So, okay, okay. When people present a logic, logic to me, I don't ignore it. What she said, and I told her, I'm really just talking shit. I completely understand what she said. But when I call a nigga a woman, I'm being halfway insulting because I'm not going to call niggas bitches and shit. Like, that ain't say my style. So I call you a woman to be halfway insulting. You know what I'm saying? To call a nigga soft. But I get it. It's offensive to women. I mean, I'm still going to use it from time to time because fuck it, I'm talking shit. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I don't keep it a book with you. Think I'm not, I ain't never going to say it again. I'll be lying to you. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm still gonna use it from time to time, but I acknowledge the logic behind it in a serious conversation. When I'm talking shit, I'm talking shit. But in a real conversation, no, I don't want to call the niggas women when we talking about it for real. When we talking shit, yeah, you niggas act like girls, cause that's talking shit. But I'm just gonna keep it a buck. I'm trying to skate that line, I guess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gotta let a nigga talk a little shit, man. You can't just handicap me all the time, man. Like, gotta have a little fun. Not only is Kwame acting like a girl. The people that want more of this hilariousness, yeah, to me, are, are, are acting like women too. Or, yeah, to me, to me, if probably would have just got his shit off and left it at that, you know what I'm saying? Bust a couple shots and move the fuck on. All right, niggas, niggas get that. Steven Jackson yeah. cracked a couple jokes, tried to clown you. You bust shots at a nigga. Stephen A. Smith, I ain't mad at him. Stephen A. Smith been coming at that nigga for years, laughing at him. They probably got memes about Stephen A. Smith. Go and get them. But all this other shit, hour-long videos, multiple videos for two jokes. Did you watch all the videos? Hell no, I ain't watch all that shit, man. It's all the same shit, just repeating. Him just shitting on more niggas. All the actors, listen, I told you, once he started that Black Power shit, I was out. 
He started calling Gilbert Arenas a cool to my he the type of man, the white man. Gilbert Arenas don't even have no corporate job. All he got is his own fucking podcast. He ain't on TV or nothing. What type of who do how he a cool? What the fuck is you even talking about? This is the same dude that had a gun in his locker, right? And, and, and Gilbert Arenas is. He said Gilbert Arenas is a prop for the white man, like white man. I'm just saying, ain't Gilbert Arenas the same dude that had a gun in his damn? Yeah, that's not. You, that's not a coon type behavior. I don't get coon. I'm just saying. I, he I did, would say this. He did something completely story, opposite of what you, you would story, consider a coon. If you listen to the story of how them guns end up in that locker room, you probably wouldn't say that. It's not what you think it is. So he is a coon. No, I'm saying that the story of how Gilbert Arenas end up with guns in the locker room ain't like what you think it is. It just sounds that way without information. But if you actually listen when he tells the story about how he ended up in that situation, it ain't nowhere near like how it sounds. No, Gilbert ain't no coon. Why would Gilbert be a coon? For what? What, you, what Gilbert do that's cooning? But that's that's the point I'm trying to make. I'm saying that don't sound like no coon type shit. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that's an example of coon behavior. I misunderstood. No, I'm saying no, no, Gilbert's not a coon. No, same not. Dude, that's the... That don't sound like a coon type, you know what I'm saying? That sounds like somebody from the hood. Like that's still, if anything, they was bashing him for for not leaving the hood where it need to be. Right. So coon, I've never heard anybody call him that. He just throwing out all type of solutions. All, all the way fuck with Gilbert Arenas too, because I think ain't he the same dude that was talking shit about certain black women too? Yeah, I think it was him. I mean, he probably made some comments. He would say a lot of wild shit. Yeah. You would yeah. be more sensitive to something like that than I would, obviously. But I know, I think, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I don't want to quote it because I don't remember exactly, but I think it. it he called somebody it. ugly that was dark or something. It was something. Yeah, but I don't remember exactly what it was. It was something along them lines, though. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember exactly what it was because he, he used to talk super reckless. He used to talk about buying pussy all the time and shit like that on his show. I mean, on his Instagram. So to, for him to make comments like that, like if you follow him on Instagram, he he freely used to talk about paying for, paying for pussy and all type of shit all the time. He a wild dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, but his basketball analysis is top now. But the point is, I thought that was some some emotional ass sensitive shit for dude to do. And then I thought for everybody rooting on that that situation was whack and some emo and some like I don't know, Joe just. As a man, I don't find no entertainment watching two men have a disrespect contest. I've never found value in that. I've never seen so entertaining about what to me that's soft to me. Because if you feel that way about a nigga to say that much about him, show that nigga. Show that nigga. Like, why are you gonna call me a thousand bitches? Show me I'm a bitch. If you got that much energy or, or shut the fuck up. Like, what is what's the point of doing that shit? Well, the, I don't even I have like typically when I first called it women's behavior, I was talking about how women used to have a reputation of always arguing. But nothing happens. Just a lot of back and forth. You know what I'm saying? But why does everything have to resort to violence, though? Like, I mean, they went on their show, so he went and started talking. Like, why do it got to turn into, okay, why don't we come meet you somewhere and fight you? No, well, I'm just like, that ain't cool neither. <laughs> I don't want it to go to that, but I'm saying, once you disrespect a man to a certain point, what's the fucking talk about? Like, I'm a man. You not Once you disrespect me to a certain point, conversation over. That's why I call it a disrespect contest. 
Once I'm bitches and hoes and talking about my, my kids. That's and my what I'm saying. He called them bitches and hoes. He called them. What? That nigga went the fuck in. No hoes bond. He let loose with vicious insults. He ain't playing out here. That nigga went. Go look at one of them videos. That nigga went in. He I was, saw him, but I didn't hear him call nobody a bitch or man. a hoe like that. Man, he was talking about uh, Matt Barnes is a motherfucking stepdaddy to his own kid. All type of shit, man. Come on, man. We're going in on and listen, don't let me quote him. Maybe he ain't say the word bitches and hoes. But he was insulting the fuck out of them niggas. Harshly. Put it like that. So let me not misquote him. But he was going hard in the paint. And niggas was, go Kwame. Say more. Call them more names, Kwame. Crack more jokes, Kwame. Make more videos, Kwame. Like, man, y'all are fucking <laughs> yeah. the real lip y'all want to see all day. Y'all can't wait to Kwame post this next Instagram video. Shitting on another motherfucker, huh? I bet all you niggas watch love and hip hop too. Know what I think? What y'all like? Y'all like to watch that shit? That shit corny, nigga. That's just me, man. I told you, I'm, I just I'm an old school nigga. That shit ain't never entertained me. I ain't never partook in no exercises like that. If anybody ever talked to me like that, I told you decisions was made. We going home or we fighting? Sit. You done call me out my name. You done insulted me. We fighting or we going to fuck home? Now which is it, my nigga? Right. Ooh, talk all day. You know, people took shots at us on the podcast. Did I get back on here and go ape shit? I don't get. I ain't get back on here and start calling motherfuckers out their name and shit. If I felt okay. the way, I called the motherfucker up and we had a conversation. Right, right. Motherfucker, like I can't. I can relate. I got a public show. Motherfucker said something about me on a public show. I had a conversation with him. I didn't need the apology to be as loud as the offense. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what the public think. I'm not interested in their reaction to what he said either. I only care about how it made me feel. The offense to me. See, motherfuckers want the apology to match the offense so everybody can see it. No, grown men handle their shit. Especially if I don't really think it was like really malicious, like a motherfucker really trying to hurt me. But you, you just, you got to stop sometimes putting yourself in other people's shoes. I, I hear what you're saying, but I think you got to take it into account. And I'm not defending it. But we live in a new day and age. People want to be, you know, people be what they call a captain. Uh, they trying to get uh, clout. They chasing clout. He clout chasing. His name came up on a popular show. So he trying to capitalize off of it. I don't think he was really taking it personal or none of that. He like, shit, I'm finna start my own show from it. Let me put these videos out. That's what he on. And so that's it ain't even about a cold or a disrespect. He like, shit. And, and it's probably gonna work. He probably got how many subscribers? Somebody go to his YouTube page right now and tell me how many subscribers he got. I don't think you can say the type of shit he's saying and not be personal. He going to he going he bringing up a personal but information. So he but got that's to the shit be talking about on on these type of shows and stuff like that. What's these type of shows? He ain't got no show. He just thought. He's trying to get one. <laughs> I guess, like I say, man, I, I'm not with That's it. What I'm saying because all these years, like you say, Stephen, they've been saying something about him. He wait till now, and the reason why is because he he can he can he can clout chase now. He can he know that he can go start a YouTube. It's possible to turn into a podcast. That's what he on. It ain't just to be on here bitching and talking shit. He trying to get I think something. I think it's I think I think emotions sparked it. And I think from the reaction he got, he decided to capitalize off of it. That's 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 my take on it. That at first it was an emotional reaction, and now oh now because we in this era, let me try to turn this into something. 
which is why he now begging Shannon Sharp and them to invite them on the show. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I and, and Matt Barnes and them invited them on the show. But yeah, let's read some of these comments. Luanda said, yeah, East Pilsen, she I guess she said something negative and you responded. So you got it. This is the difference. I never took anything personal about what she said. I turned that shit into a show. I turned that shit into a show. That shit was for entertainment. I was never offended. She never actually hurt my feelings, none. I, I actually just wanted to confront her to let her know that she ain't as good with talking shit as I, as I am. Because she in my group trying to go ape shit like she run this bitch. She trying to dominate all the conversations. She making a thousand posts calling motherfuckers out there now. And she disrespected you on our show. So I told you, I know you ain't going to pop off at her. I will. <laughs> I mean, that shit for entertainment. You think she I actually care? She wasn't even worth my energy. That's kind of it. Ain't like I'm I'm running from the pop off. It was just like yeah, but see, I know that ain't your style. Like the only yeah. way you gonna pop off for real is if you really, really offended. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. I know it blew you, but it ain't get to you like what she thought. Right. But I didn't like it, so I said, you know what? You think it's showtime in this bitch? I got showtime. <laughs> I'm gonna give you showtime. <laughs> you think you a bigger? You think you a bigger asshole than me? Oh, oh, sweetie, no. Let's do it. Same thing with uh with Mr. Salt. He was doing all that talking. He made three, four posts about me. I said, you know what, G? I ain't no, I ain't no motherfucking secretary. I don't do all this typing, but we can show have a conversation when you do it. And he turned me the fuck down. So I do it for entertainment, and that's why he turned me down because he knew I was, it was going to be uh summer jam, summer jam part two on his ass. Mm -hmm. That's it. And you see his ass. Like, do mm -hmm. I actually care for real? I don't give a fuck about these people. If I didn't have this group or this podcast, I wouldn't be doing no lives. I'd still be just doing my little 30 second, my little 30 second videos that I used to do on Instagram all the time for fun. That's how all this shit started in the first place. That's all I would be doing. I wouldn't be going live about Kwame and live about Tahani. That's just entertainment. I got a show. I got a me and Tiffany yeah. got a brand. I be telling motherfuckers I'm gonna do some of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get fooled. I say y'all be having emotions. I'll be for real. I don't care for real. Tiff said leave her cousin alone. But Greg said Kwame did a good job defending his reputation. That's what any man would do. His his reputation as a man wasn't under question. This is reputation as a basketball player. Who said anything about him as a man? I'll wait. These niggas crack. No, let me stop saying these niggas. One man cracked two jokes. Literally two jokes. And everybody like, it's about time. So you go, you gonna take off on the whole world because Steven Jackson cracked two jokes. Come on, man. I, I I'm not that sensitive. Shit don't bother me that much. I just maybe right, right. Whatever. Anyway, uh yeah. it was some more interesting stuff that came up. Uh this week hold on a real second let me look at my my notes oh on a totally different note before we go to some uh some other shit this is the j cole album man i haven't i i just heard the first two songs i've been i've been all over i've been really busy but um i've been hearing good things well i've been hearing kind of mixed reviews i was hearing really good things then i started seeing people kind of like it was all right Really, the first two songs that I heard was really decent. I thought it was a very good album, especially because I think he answered all his critics. Everybody said right. J. Cole be on Sleepy Time. 
You know, I never agreed with that. I thought that was a, a whack assessment from of him always. I never really? agreed with that. Yeah, I never thought he was sleep. That's kind of weird to me because he had some very upbeat type songs that was all on the radio. So I'd be like, mm. But if you listen to KOD, that's a very like somber. The mood of that album is very somber. But he got a lot of like fast no. songs on that too. Right yeah, but listen to his flow, listen to his voice, listen to the energy. Like he's not. I listen. J Cole, one of my favorite rappers. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely the J Cole fan club. But I had to acknowledge, especially because he does a lot of his own production, that he does tend to facilitate that, that mellow vibe. Like he don't really bring it. Like you listen to the shit on here. He got way more energy, way more enthusiasm. Well, I mean, is that fair? No one ever said that about Nas, and Nas has a very, he's not an energetic rapper. I could name a few rappers like that, and I've never heard them call him Sleepy Time. I don't think Nas give off that vibe like that. I think I think it's I, I think it's legit with J. Cole, even with his beats. Even with his beats, the way they be sounding, they be sounding dreary sometimes. He got that it they sound they sounded very similar a lot. It's way more up-tempo. He got more up-tempo flows on here. His energy overall, just how he approaching the track, like it's like almost like that Meek Mills type of energy where he really sounds mm -hmm. that bitch more so like J. Cole sometimes rap like he's sitting back in the chair with a cigar, just spitting. You know what I'm saying? He ain't necessarily into it. On this, I, shit, I, I, never, I, just, I just I totally disagree with that assessment. I've yeah. never felt like that about him. Mm. Right. I ain't saying he like like you say he ain't Meek Mill. I've never put him in that category. I never feel like. Like you said, like he just sitting back. Like I never felt like that about when he rapped. Well, I just listen to the album. I just Greedy said J. Cole is the James Ingram of rap. Shut up, Greedy. I just feel like some somebody somewhere said that about J. Cole, and then people just jumped on that. And because even when I wasn't as big of a fan, I still never thought that about him. Well, I'm a huge fan, and I, I agree with it. I didn't I didn't take it as far as some others. But I agree with it. Uh, but I, I like—I really like this album. I don't think it's his best album. I just like the fact that he—he kind of came different on his album. It had yeah. a different feel to it, a different vibe to it. Uh, Streetie, what you think of this album? I know Streetie, you know, he's always super opinionated on music. Streetie says, "Fight, super, yeah. he's, he's super opinionated." So, uh, well, some else. Uh, oh, this is big in the in the news too. Uh, you don't watch the Joe Button podcast, do you? Oh, listen to it. Nah, nah, but I seen y'all talking about it though. And then the other people, they started their own podcast, huh? No, nah, I don't think they have. I, I had sauce. I think that's just somebody just made made that. Uh, oh, they you know? created it. Okay. Yeah, but I don't think it's something they actually doing. I mean, but uh, the the conversations that came from uh them breaking up, I thought it was pretty dope. Like friends and business. Have you ever done uh business with friends? Not well. <laughs> this is business, but we ain't really. Let's be. Let's be honest. There's no really money involved. Yeah, right, yeah. Like right. once we get there, um, it's a different story. But we ain't there yet. I mean, it Family depends on what you mean. I mean, financially supporting. Like, okay, they have a product, and I purchased it to give support. Or you mean like actually coming together, find the like creating something together where anything where you it's some intertwined. I would say anything where you and another person had an actual business together, whether you invested in that business, you started a business together, like, but you were, like I say, y'all had some type of partnership in a business. No, like, no, I haven't. You haven't? No. Okay. Would you? Would you? I don't know. 
Maybe if it was the right situation with the right friend, maybe. I, I, I am cautious of some. I am cautious of that. Okay, tell us your story. What happened? Did it go good or bad? I worry that it went. Oh, I think I know this story. I had well, I've had more than one friend work for me. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I, I know one story. So in total, I've probably had. About three or four friends work for me. One family member. One was my father. I had to fire him. Oh my God. I bet that was difficult. Very. Especially um, <laughs> because my business partner made me do it. Well, he didn't make me do it. I, I, I don't know if he made me do it. I just I just did it at this point because what well, it had to be done. And then I also had to fire uh our old friend. Yeah, no, I knew that's the story I did know. Yep, I had to fire him. Right, I had another right, friend. That, rightfully so, too, from the story that I know. Yeah. Now, it was interesting listening to everything that Joe Budden was going to in regards to ownership, money, what people feel like they deserve a split up. Because when I had that situation with our friend, I had to deal with that. And what happened was I owned a truck company. Okay, he was a driver for me, so I had a contract through a company to move tr to move freight. They also had uh car deliveries from the airport, so he wanted to do those deliveries. So I said, Well, if you're gonna do car deliveries, you only have to give me 20%. And he was like, Why should I give you anything? It's my car. And I'm like, you work for me. You work for my company under my contract. Like, you don't have a contract with this company. Right. You be aware of this company if it wasn't for me. Like, the only reason you got offered that is because right. I right. have a contract with them. So when they pay it out, guess who is getting paid to? Me. Right. I'm going to give you. 80%. You a check under my company? Like, what are you talking about? He was like, well, then I just start my own it. I'm like, okay. You gonna get your own truck company? He said, no, nah, I'm just gonna get my own company and, and drive my own car. I said, listen here, fam. You gonna so you gonna go get your own car and get your own number and drive for yourself. I said, okay. I ain't even trip. I wasn't planning on driving no cars. You ain't taking no money out of my mouth. Cool. The way you approached it was fucked up, though. Right. Nothing, right. Then I find out later on down the line, there's a contract, another contract I'm going for. The vice president loved me. We chop it up all the time. He's old, his, his parents was old mafia people. He got mad plugs and shit, right? He called me into the office. He said, Hey, you know your boy going for the contract. I said, Excuse me? He said, yeah, he's trying to get the contract over there. I'm like, he ain't got no truck. He said he's going to rent a truck. Oh, so he's competing with me for the contract that I'm trying to get? And the only reason he know I'm trying to get it because I told he him. Was he was Nigga! He did not understand why he was wrong. He saw no reason why I should be upset with him. I'm like, fam. You are literally competing to take food out of my mouth while working for me. 
Right. You don't see no problem with that? I got to compete with my employee for a bid? Wow, you're still my employee? And you didn't even tell me? So is this similar to what's going on with Joe Budden and... Well, it was money. Mm -hmm. It's with him. It was always about money. And he felt like he should be getting this and he should be getting that and so on and forth. And he should be getting all these rights and privileges. And then he was using the friendship to get away with a lot of bullshit. Just like it sounds like Rory and Maul kind of did. Like they got an agreement and contracts and according to, I don't know telling the truth, but according to Joe, they contract stipulate they only they only uh allowed to receive a certain amount of information in regards to the books. And he gave them exactly what they allowed to receive. Because Joe keeps saying, y'all need to read y'all contracts because y'all keep asking shit that I can't give you. Because legally, I can't, whatever, whatever. Rory and Maul said, no, he ain't showing us this. He ain't showing us that. Every time we don't say so. What I'm saying is it's about money. And then right. Maul also feel like it's their podcast. You know what I'm saying? Not Joe's podcast and his co-host. Which there is some legitimate, like they ain't like me and you. We started this together day one. Right. Rory, I think, was behind the scenes at first, then came on, and then Maul came later on. But Joe, the superstar, mm -hmm. he just, like me and you ain't celebrities. So he's like, the one who he's the draw. Like if Rory and Maul had started their own podcast without a Joe Button. Right, <laughs> like nigga, I know y'all helped blow it up, but don't ever forget who the like when Mike got Scotty and Dennis Robin, <laughs> it was still my team. He needs them, they integral pieces. He couldn't win without them, but make no mistake who team it is. Make no mistake, you buying the tickets to come see Mike. You know what I'm saying? It's his team, he's the superstar. Yeah, but then Okay, I get what you're saying, but then if you're using that analogy, then are they wrong for, you know what I'm saying? Because, like you say, they were integral pieces, even though they weren't the face, they behind the scenes. So they still, that's a that's a huge piece, too. You need those people behind the scenes yeah. making the shit go. You, just because you the face, that's a big component. So well, then he how... Was, how he was only behind the scenes for, like, I think, 10 episodes that he became on screen. But I guess he was behind the scenes. Both. So, so someone else took the behind the scenes, or was he still doing that stuff in addition to? Okay. That I don't know. That I don't know. Maybe, but I know Joe. One of Joe's biggest complaints was that he do way more for the show than them. He like I bring the sponsors to the show. Like he basically bring like I bring all the money to the show. But then he also some of his rants like they kind of contradict each other. So. Again, like I say, he is one of the situations where I, I kind of don't want to go super in about their situation because I don't know enough. But that whole business and friends be interesting because I've seen it go bad. Mm -hmm. So they were all friends prior. Just they weren't just business friends. They were friends, friends from like. Maul and Joe definitely were friends, friends. Maul and Joe used to live with each other. I'm pretty sure Maul toured with him on, Sw on Slaughterhouse. Maul and Joe were definitely friends way before the podcast. Rory and Maul, probably not as much, but they definitely knew each other. They definitely, but I, I think Rory was just not, no, Rory younger than them. I think they got like almost 10 years, maybe eight, nine years on Rory. Okay. So, but Maul and Joe, yeah, they were friends. But what's interesting why I bring this up is I have been huge on actually 
even despite my past experience, I want to do business with my friends. Yeah. Because as I've gotten older, I feel like if the people that I know trust and love, why would I want to get money with anybody before getting money with them? You my man, you my friend. Like we got love for each other. We we love each other's families. I probably know your mom, your pops, your kids. We got stories, memories together. If I'm going to get on and get some bread, and there's a way in which you can be involved or I can be involved with your shit, why would I not want to work with you as opposed to a stranger? Yeah. And you know what? That just brought me to something I forgot I did do. It wasn't the traditional type of business. You know our friend, Cherie. I don't mean to be naming names. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my homie. Was a rapper. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I, I remember. And I managed her in. Did y'all have issues that, that involve friendship and business mixing up at all? Or? Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I forgot about that. Because mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking about it in that sense. And you're right. So it's it's I get what you're saying because that's the mentality, right? Like, oh, if I'm going to back somebody, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it with people that I care about, my friends. Uh -huh. I Generally, you should trust them. But a lot of times that shit do get sticky. I mean, didn't that happen with with Kanye? Like, one him and um, what's the guy named John? John Monopoly. One they friends? At first, I think so. I don't really know that story that well, but I think okay. so. Yeah, but same there. So yeah, I don't know. I hope that no. I don't know. I, I know I've heard. I don't know a whole lot about the Joe, the Joe Button thing, but I've heard that he doesn't have the best reputation. We don't. <laughs> but. So he screwed, he screwed people. It's people that's complained that he screwed them over in the past. Well, I know that he has a reputation for blowing up situations. Like you say, he blew up Slaughterhouse. They say he blew up the situation at Complex. Remember when he had uh, the show with uh, Academic? Did the Academic with Everyday Struggle or something like that? Yeah. He blew that situation up. When you uh, say blew up, what do you mean? Like they saying that he... I don't know if you want to go as far as sabotage, but I guess they're saying like he's the reason that the show didn't go on. He was causing issues whatever the situation was, he was one of the main catalysts for the group falling apart and that show falling apart. And I think, is State of the Culture still on the air? On Revolt? I don't know. I don't know none of that. I don't, I don't think that's on the air either. And I think they probably say, so he just got a reputation of blowing up what appears to be profitable, successful situations. The Everyday Struggle show, show was pretty popular. Slaughterhouse was a very good group. So he got, and now you got and, and he to pick up his relationships too, so he <laughs> he's, not good, he's not good with interpersonal relationships. It appears. Yeah, you know, with dating history and hey, but as far as like friends Ain't, and Angel um, Button the Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> And that ain't that, that definitely ain't me throwing, you know. That's no compare. I just, you know, I love teasing y'all Virgos in general. So. No, it's all good. I I don't nobody take that like you not good at Instagram. I'm talking no, about I'm okay. I'm no, I'm I'm crazy ass Virgos in general that I love fucking with. <laughs> no, you're fucking nuts. So is I like it, it. Is it, am I correct? Yeah, yeah, wow. absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah, yeah but I know he has some other kind of kind of mental issues that he's always dealt with or something. We like talked about it. Yeah, he's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, he out there. He definitely out there. Wow. Uh, what I'm going to say, just to close in a real quick story about motherfuckers taking advantage of friendship and business, right? So, you know, we young. I think when I owned this truck company, what was I, like 20, 22, 23? We might have had four or five trucks or whatever. But, you know, motherfuckers be blowing this shit, right? You know, we you know, yeah. like, motherfuckers smoke and drive. It's nothing. So our friend is smoking before he gets to work. Now, I know he's high, but I don't care because I've I seen my man drive high many times. I don't care. The issue, now, I should care because I'm a business owner, but I'm young. So right. I, I don't know that. Right. Yeah. So one day I'm chilling in the warehouse and the vice president's man, like right hand man coming there. He coming to me, call me into the office and he like, yeah, you know, your boy, your boy came in the office smelling like weed. I said, what? He said, yeah. And he said, if, if, if the big guy find out, he going to lose his shit. He don't play that. You know, so I told him, he a, he a former mafia kid. So he, he don't play that drug shit at all. So I go into the, the warehouse to talk to my man. Now, keep in mind, even though I own the company, I don't try to talk to him like a boss because he is still my friend. Right. So he reading the newspaper and he got it. He laying it on the table. So I'm like, hey, Joe, you went into the office smelling like weed? Man, man, you know I be blowing before work. I'm like, yeah, I don't really care, G, but you can't go into the fucking office. Right, like right. That. And then let everybody else know. The man grabbed a newspaper and put it up like this, like I ain't talking to him. What? Now you know me, man. I. Well, I'm gonna say. Hey, <laughs> fam, you, you don't hear me talking to you? You know what I'm saying? That, that's how you gonna play me, though, man? I heard you. I heard you. You snatched my paper for. Like, see, dog. I said, if I was, if I wasn't your homie and I was just your boss. You'd have never played me like that. Period. You'd have yeah, never put the paper up in front of me like, nigga, you done talking, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't do me yeah. right. The day I fired, you know how you got fired? I this know the story. Hey, I'm taking Friday off. Excuse me? I'm taking Friday off. Like, what are you talking about? It's my birthday. You ain't giving me the day off, so I'm taking the day off. I said, are you asking me? I'm like, hold on. I'm like, Joe, you get two days off a week like everybody else, Saturday and Sunday. You work a five-day week. What do you mean give you a day off? Like, you know we're a small company. Like, what are you talking about? Right. He like, he like, Joe, I'm taking the day off. I said, are you taking the day off or are you asking me for the day off? He said, I'm taking the day off. I said, oh, now I understand. Take all the days off and go park my truck and leave the fucking keys in that bitch for good. You can have all the rest of your days off. You on permanent vacation, nigga. You fired. What the fuck you talking about? What the fuck is you to call me and tell me you just I'm taking the day off? Like gangster too. Like, hey, I'm taking Friday off. Nigga, what? But I mean, we've already established the personality. <laughs> so I mean, wow. Listen, That's my friend got mad at me because I wouldn't show him our checks. Like, he wanna know damn how much I'm paying him. He wanna know how much how we much the business bring in. Wow, you my son. Okay, and I got a business partner, so I'm supposed to show you his business too. Like I don't make, I ain't into by myself, right? So I'm just gonna show you. Our, so what I'm supposed to tell him is why he want to know why your father know our financials, right? Right. 
Yeah, so you might want to think twice about this. Uh... <laughs> Not a, oh, no problem. None. Yeah, it's I mean, only... it's just about, that's why I say it, it's all about being selective and determining, you know, the friends that you could probably venture into something like that with. And you know the friends, okay, maybe it's not the best idea. We just, you know what I'm saying? It might not be good to biz, to mix business with pleasure. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Sometimes you think you know until you yeah. get into it with them. I mean, but know. at this age, if you've had those friends for a while, you know. No, you don't. No, you don't. How you know? You never worked with them before. You never been at their job. You don't know their work ethic. You don't know how hard they're going to push when y'all, when it's time to put the, when it's time to really work. You don't know. You ain't gonna know until it's time to work and see who really committed. Especially when you are entrepreneur. Like that's one thing I learned early, and it's the reason why I never started another business after that until I started doing this. Because my number one advice to anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur was this one thing: the if you you better either have a passion for what you're doing, or it better make money right away. Because you ain't gonna never work harder for nobody than you are when you work for yourself. Mm -hmm. You ain't putting in no 40 hours as no entrepreneur. Not not right away. That's rare that you're gonna be able to do that when you first start a business. For a 40 hour for an entrepreneur, no. You're gonna do all the work. That's gonna be the hardest thing you ever did. You probably most small businesses lose money in their first five years. Yeah. So when, when you're not making money, your passion sustains you or your mm -hmm. but if you got a love for it and you ain't making no money. You think you're gonna be busting your ass when you struggling and you yeah. don't really like this shit? And you ain't probably, especially with a small business, you ain't gonna have the greatest benefits, if any. You don't really get off days. You probably gotta do a bunch of extra shit because it's a small business. So you work an extra man, that shit ain't no punk. That being entrepreneur should be sounding fun. The motherfucker be making memes about it and trying to shit on motherfuckers with jobs. Right, right, right. We'll tell you about them 60-hour work weeks to make goddamn it four thousand dollars in a month. And they, they don't they don't work 240 fucking hours this month. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Tell you that shit. They just tell you about when they're successful. I done did that shit. I own my own business. I was 23 years old. And at one point I was literally making thirteen hundred dollars a month. Oh wow. A month. And I had my own apartment. Wow. I would get three paychecks. I was supposed to get paid every week. I had to pay myself out every week. I got a paycheck for 700, 300, 300, and guaranteed once a week, we was not going to be able to make enough to pay ourselves. We was able to pay my guy who was a driver. We was able to pay our helper because my, my business partner had a helper because he was older. So he had to have help on his truck. After we paid them and paid our expenses, we didn't get shit at least once a month for damn near a year. And I own more than one truck too. But you know, it ends up paying off in the end, so that's you know, that's how it works. Oh, and I was working like 50 60 hours a week for 1300 a month. That's crazy! Wow, manual labor delivering furniture and shit. Yeah, nigga can't tell me nothing, <laughs> I'd have been through it. But anyway, uh, before we shut it down for the night, it was something interesting that I saw in the news. Oh, you yeah, <laughs> you saw the UFO. shit? Oh my God, you were telling me about it. I missed it and I'm not surprised, but wow. I, I want to, hey, the Pentagon has acknowledged and put up video 
of three what they i forgot they don't call it ufo they call it upas or uaps or some shit like that but they acknowledge it they call it something else uh not unidentified apparatus fucking i don't know oh yeah 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 but uh yeah they, they actually acknowledge it for the first time ever that there are ufos and at this point they trying to find out what their capabilities are and what they're here for i mean i got so many questions and i feel like this is not a thorough enough information that they've given out because how old are these videos? How long have y'all known this? How the fuck y'all was able to keep this shit a secret for so damn long? And like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not surprised. I've always felt like it was probably life. You believe it? I don't know if I believe whatever the fuck the Pentagon put out, but I've always believed that there was probably life on other planets. Um, I don't know. My girl sitting here, she says she believes it. Absolutely. She believes what the Pentagon put out, or she believes that there are there are unidentified people in outer space. She says she believes there's life on other planets. I don't know. Oh, no, that I, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that, but it's something suspicious about with this because, like, what what. <laughs> How are we all able to keep this a secret for so long? I just can't even. I just can't fathom that that never got out. The timing of it, like right after the pandemic, right after the pandemic is so called ending everywhere. Yeah, got UFOs and shit to work. Yeah, something weird about that. I was like, like as soon as we get done with one scare. Now you're gonna introduce something else. Yeah, it's weird, and like I said, it can't just be. The United States. That's my point because if they got this information, it wasn't like the aliens only came here. They must have gone to other places around the world and nobody's ever talked about this. Yeah, it's something weird about it. What, what you would do if we had one of the uh, alien invasions, though? Dude, don't say no shit like that. Oh. <laughs> what you gonna do? Shit, you gonna what bust your do? gun? What you I, what gun? I do? You said, am I gonna what? How we know they're not gonna come friendly? See, why do we always have this idea that it's gonna be like this bad thing? It may not be bad. No, they're gonna come here and want to make peace. I didn't say that either. I'm just saying we don't know. Craig gonna get peace by alien Craig. We're gonna go. I'm gonna go get the men in black to go handle this shit because I have no idea what I'm gonna do. What 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 if they come out and say, actually, we've been doing some of this new technology we've been giving y'all. We got all that shit from them. That'd be fucking nuts. But that's what I'm saying. They released these videos without any information, Lens. They didn't say nothing. I mean, I I I didn't have the time to read all the way through it as far as to when they released it, but I know it was three separate videos. Uh, they said some shit about how they was flying at a, a high speed and able to make evasive maneuvers that no other type of aircraft would have been able to make. And that was definitely one where they identified them. You know what I'm saying? But like, I didn't get a chance to read all the way through it. But you know me, I'm a skeptic, and I'm like, I believe there's life on other planets as well. I don't, I don't, I think it'd be foolish to believe like we're the only planet in the world that has a life form on it. Right. But I also believe that anything coming out of the government and mass media mouth. It's some bullshit. <laughs> well, this is probably the one time I fully agree with you so, about that. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm so, like, mm. my general philosophy: if you heard it on TV 
and it is from from mass media and the government is either a lie or a half truth right or, you know what i'm saying like it's if it is the truth they've released it at a time in order to create something else, that's something else. right right because you know me i feel like everything that we go through is like not a grand design essentially but the people that run this country like they ain't making up shit on the fly right i like, mean i think we should have known something was up you know uh trump was trying to start the space force that's supposed to be a whole nother arm of the military. Law say, what if we're the aliens? I know, right? We are, though. Like, right? To the aliens, we are. Yeah, we are. To, I, I want to say something. Go get us canceled. Ooh. Oh, man, I ain't saying I swear I'm going to say something. Oh, now I want to know what you was going to say. You want the inbox. Oh, shit, I'm going to say something about the, uh, the, the people who have the complexion for protection, but I, I figured it might not be a good idea. <laughs> that's what they call that uh not for mixed company talk <laughs> right right you want to be a little cool <laughs> you talking it's about the people that the people that uh that the sun harms their skin i'm saying put it like, like this, to, earth and shit. <laughs> to, to, uh, to, to basically every place on this continent to the people that are uh were originally of those lands they probably feel like it was an alien invasion came took their shit goddamn yeah, it right. Yeah, yeah, like we, we, we used to being invaded. We thought we was all humans. Apparently, you motherfuckers feel different. <laughs> <laughs> like I, we thought we was gonna feed y'all and show y'all how to grow y'all crops. Yeah, nah, y'all was like, oh, thanks for teaching us all this great shit. Let us suck all that great information out of you and take your land and kill your people and get your chicken pox and, and then call that shit Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they like no, nah, the motherfuckers might not be human, they don't act like us. Yeah, that will be interesting. Now you're gonna have me reading up about it, so I may have more to talk about next week on the show about this. Conversation right here, but it got me thinking, Joe. The future, like our anniversary, we going to that next year, the pandemic, UFOs. So, we're gonna I mean, have some aliens on the show. That's what you're talking about. I'll definitely be the obvious. <laughs> Me too. Oh, real. We just gotta put us on. Like, come on, I know you can hack the system with some of that alien technology. Get us like thirty thousand a month on Instagram, real quick. Quick boost. You know what I'm saying? We just got to get an interpreter. I listen. I am hiding if the aliens come. What you gonna hide? What if it's like World of Worlds? You ain't gonna be able to hide. I want to get as many pistols as I can get my hands on and take my family, and we gonna go hide until this shit gets solved. Where are you going to hide? Right? I don't know. Wherever I think they ain't looking. What <laughs> you talking about? I said, I don't know. I don't know. I, this is all make believe. But I'm right. not even going to go greet the aliens. Maybe they're friendly. I'm not going to greet them. I agree with you on that. But <laughs> I ain't going downtown to go see what them ships finna do when they hovering over our cities. I'm gone. I ain't waiting for the warnings. You know who I'm going to get? Who? The Avengers. Shit. <laughs> hey, what if they're really awesome? Real shit. What the aliens said that out of nowhere they was like, government was like, okay, okay, we really do. Let's go. Let's go. Nigga, wouldn't you be like, wait a minute, that shit wasn't really just a movie? No. Like, we don't really got an Iron Man and shit. Yeah, you they coming. Ain't to the West Side yet? They like, coming. 
They tell me we gotta go get Captain Marvel. We gotta go get the Guardians. We gotta go get Wanda. Yeah, that's what I'm going to get. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. So, they ain't coming here first. They they ain't coming to help you first. <laughs> they we we gonna be last on the list. They gonna be like, oh no, Nick Fury. Nick Fury is black. They gonna send Iron Man to Barrington. Not to <laughs> you know what I'm but that's the thing though. The aliens gonna go where them people at too. So we, we got like a little we got a little time delay for us to go hide and do whatever we're gonna do. Aliens don't care about money, that's just us. They just come but, and get what they you don't think they've done reconnaissance, you don't think that they've been scoping out, okay. This is where you know the 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 high rollers are, the movers and shakers, the people that got political power. They're gonna go looking for those people. They're gonna go to DC first. They're gonna go to NY. They're gonna go. They ain't none of them people live in Brownsville or where you stay at. They ain't over there. They are going to densely populated areas to get maximum impact. Okay, wait. I mean, shit. You sure you ain't an alien, motherfucker? You got a lot of information, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what hey, she, she say? The same thing you just said. It's true. I ain't no alien. <laughs> so y'all women, like, you know, know. the strongest bond in the world. <laughs> you motherfuckers don't know each other. You ain't never met, and y'all in the same room. Got the same fucking thoughts. Because we know your ass. I don't know. We gonna have to buy. Well, at least I'm cool with you. So at least if you are one of them. You ain't gonna fuck with me. Plug. You got my back. Plug, plug. <laughs> Go get my girl Tiffany Craig on up in here. Right, right, right. Yo, good. <laughs> fuck you talking about? You talking? We gonna be hiding in your basement, that big ass mansion you got. That damn, I know you got a goddamn <laughs> cave in that bitch somewhere. Fuck you, baby. About to dig a damn trench or some shit. <laughs> but now I'm now you got me. I'm well, not next week. Oh yeah, so I won't be on the show next week. What you gonna do without me? It's just gonna be considering bringing an old friend on the show that don't nobody in this group know. Oh, okay. I'm considering. So you already got a topic in mind and everything. No. Kinda, uh, yeah, I kind of do. It's a, it's a, it's a woman or me. Yeah, she's, she's a nurse. Uh, oh, okay, okay, cool. Thinking with the world open back up, we might do a little COVID. Plus, she, plus she known me for a long time, so I figured people might want to grill her. She might want to take the opportunity to embarrass me on the public platform, and I give her that because she's my friend. Okay, well that's what's up. Yeah, I'm gonna be mm -hmm. out of town, guys. I'm sure you know uh, Lance to be able to hold it down without me. But if she come on, she has known me longer than anybody I communicate with on any level, other than my family. Oh wow, that's now, awesome. I've known her since ninety five. You know, I'm a high school friends. So was this somebody? I, I remember somebody making comments before, like that you might have considered doing a podcast with before. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't yep. know her name, but I remember her Ooh, coming. See, I we see. I got to talk to her. I ain't talked to her in a little minute, so I'm gonna hit her up. Okay. So, but yeah, remember she I told her she had wanted me to do a podcast with her before, and uh, I told her I'm like, you ain't even the internet type. You ain't on social media, but she ain't on social media. Wow. <laughs> but well, cool. I will hold it down. 
This been great. Happy anniversary. Man, happy anniversary. Thanks for the congrats, Rod. Rod said congrats. Yeah. Oh, he always been. Rod is another one that's always supported us and gave us well wishes. We appreciate you. Hey, let me say something to Rod. Hey, that man on multiple occasions have sent me, I would say, positive reinforcement or encouragement in my inbox. Hey, bro, I appreciate that shit. A few times, that shit was right on time, too. Like, you know, we be doing this shit that we you just feel good about, but every now and then it's good to get somebody that watches from afar who can kind of see what you're trying to do. So I appreciate. I just want to tell you that, bro. If I haven't told yeah, you, thank you, bro. Me, and it be out of the blue, just out of nowhere. He just inbox me. I guess he just having it on his heart. And I'll be like, man, I appreciate that shit because me and him never really talked like that. That's why I felt it was genuine. Yeah. It was out of nowhere. So yeah, God I always, that, God always been good people. You know, say so I think you know. Uh, when we were in college, Rob might have been years ahead of himself because he was he was very misunderstood. I think when we were in school, he always been good people. You know, so, I, didn't, I knew Rod, but I ain't know him well, well like that. Like we done hooped a few times, we probably done kicked it a few times, but I don't think I ever sat down and had like any like real long yeah. conversation with him. But I always knew yeah. he was an intelligent brother. He was very like motivated yeah. on his own path. Rod so, was one of the, Rod was one of the first people I met at Northern. Really. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We had a whole little crew. We used to, you know, smoke all that. You know how what you do in college. That was my little smoke crew. Yeah. We used to be outside Stevenson South. It was like a little area shoot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do a movie memories, about memories. I'm gonna make a movie about NIU one day. I'm telling you. You said you're gonna do a, a movie about what? About NIU. You should. That would be cool. Me like people talk movie. about it all the time. That would be real cool. Oh man, Q could, yeah, definitely. It'd be a, a different perspective from him too. Hey, I so, actually wrote the first four. I actually wrote the first four four minutes of the movie. Actually, I got it on a on a uh, some paper somewhere written down. You know, they say every page in a movie is supposed to be a minute. So I had wrote out like the first four like scenes of the movie and shit like that. Oh wow. Okay. You like, see it, but I'm gonna do that shit one day, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna my He's the, the producer, writer, director. Uh, so, anyway, uh, once again, man, thank y'all, everybody joining us tonight. I see my man Lolo up in here for fucking with us, man. What up, baby? Shelly up in here as always. Hey, Kia, for I want to say this for one person appearance. It's a lot of motherfuckers asking me about Kia. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, she was hilarious, man. I she love this motherfucker. The fuck up, and niggas was like, yeah. Who the fuck was shorty on your show? <laughs> I mean, she cool as hell, Joe. She be cutting the cool. because mine and she don't get no fucks. And I love her. Yeah, yeah. that's my dog. They had about three, four people inbox me, like, Who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like some possible love connections? Could it be like a dating show thing? I think he was handling that all of her own with Algernoid. She been tracking him down. I don't want to get in her way. God damn it. Interested in her, then we could do the dating show thing with oh, her. They didn't they did, they did say that, they just thought she was like, they just thought funny. she was funny. Yeah, she's funny. Like they it. was like, Oh, girl, had me rolling on that motherfucker. She was going in, and then I guess she did a good impersonation of me that tickled a few people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> people inbox me about that, like, she had your ass on point. Like, <laughs> anyway. I, I leave us out with our music. I want to hear the music before we leave out. For our, for our anniversary, yeah, well, yeah, baby. Hold on, I got it right. Yeah, oh, cute up perfect. Look at that. What's going on? 
You want some Teddy Riley shit over there. You can't hear it? Okay, there you go. It was breaking up. Hey, my, hey I'm upgrade. I'm upgrade the equipment in the new year. Okay, for sure. Y'all ain't ready for us. <laughs> hey, we ain't gonna tell them, but when we come back, when you come back off your hiatus, I know you uh I think you and uh the hood rat lawyer, y'all going to fight some uh some new wig laws down in Ohio or some shit, right? Is that why you leaving? Why you, leaving? <laughs> you so damn stupid. <laughs> Nigga, I need a vacation. Y'all gonna see. I'm gonna be all on Facebook. You gonna know exactly where I'm at. Oh, you going on vacation? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to LA and then we going to Vegas. Oh, that's what's up. That's good. Yeah, oh, is that, is that what Shane and them? No, he already went to Vegas. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. No, you know, my friend, my one of my best friends live in LA, so I'm going to see her and then I'm oh. going to drive over to Vegas. So the turn up is real. Oh, shit. Well, you have fun. Goddamn, enjoy yourselves. Goddamn, we'll see you in two weeks. I'll be back in this right. next week. Once again, thank y'all. Thank you, guys. Appreciate everybody, every last one of y'all. As always, Part my ugly everything. YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music, part my ugly the website. Go cop some of this motherfucking merch for your boy. I got part my uh tourist out. I'm gonna put that on the website this weekend. I got part my Virgo out. I got uh I just ordered the part of my Gemini coming. What's the next sign up next? At the Gemini Cancer. I don't know about that one. I know we talked about that. I figured out though. Anyway. Yeah. I appreciate you y'all. You're just gonna have to do something different, but yep. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll do something. All right, y'all. Peace. All right, y'all, man. Y'all have a good night. Good night.